Very good but relatively emotionally flat sci-fi action film with a great first act slash initial 45 minutes that then kind of settle into an interesting but never truly gripping or exciting film despite lots of wham-bam visuals and flashy effects and fairly decent acting. Don't get me wrong, I still enjoyed the thing very much, and, again, the first 45 minutes or so are gripping and had me hooked from frame 1, it just kind of middles after that and never manages to regain the same level of intrigue, probably because it takes those initial 45 minutes for your brain to settle into the reality of the world the film is depicting and things kind of just click and proceed pretty much as you'd expect them to from then on. Or maybe that's just me. It's an impressive film despite all that, and reminded me of the old action films of yore, about 5-10 to years ago, before the explosion of the god-awful superhero genre that has just about ruined high-budget films today, at times, especially in its editing and visuals and unique filmmaking style. It's not a cookie-cutter piece of crap superhero film, that's for sure, and though the story is an adaption of a novel, it's an interesting story that I don't think will ever quite be faithfully adapted into film given the dense, detailed inner monologues of the characters that are so pivotal to the novel and just wouldn't translate well to live action. But hey, you never know. It also reminded me of Game of Thrones at times, and space. The film definitely took inspiration from that series, not just visually but thematically, as I felt at times like I was essentially watching an ultra-long episode of Game of Thrones with spaceships, especially during the bits where important characters are betrayed and a large kingdom is obliterated and an important, relatively benevolent leader is overthrown by a sinister force. Unlike Game of Thrones, though, I didn't care all that much, and that's the biggest issue with the film, and with films from this director in general, they look great and are often extremely well made, but there's not very much emotional development, rendering everything that happens kind of flat and lifeless. I had the same issue with Arrival and Blade Runner 2049, great looking and well made, but cold and unemotional and, ultimately, not very memorable. It's not the actors, either, as they all give great performances here, particularly Josh Brolin who kind of disappears halfway through the film, never to be seen again. He never even does anything cool despite being established as a cool character initially. Lame. Maybe he'll come back in part 2. Kind of weird to just drop his storyline without warning, though. The lead guy is really good too, Timothy Chama Lama or whatever, who looks perpetually 15 years old and Hollywood has been pushing as the next big thing for the last 5 years or so despite this being the only thing I've seen him in and actually showed off his acting chops. Hey, the boy can act, good for him. Shame he looks so puny but the film addresses this humorously so it didn't bother me much. And Zendaya, of course, who gets 10 minutes of screen time at the end despite being second build. There's another one Hollywood has been pushing for years now for reasons likely related to the not at all divisive or destructive ideological agenda disguised as social justice that is currently wrecking havoc on Western culture like a virus. She's okay, though, nothing special. She's pretty here, sort of, and I didn't mind her, but she doesn't do much or has any kind of role beyond handing Timmy a blade before his big fight and telling him he's going to die. I know she plays a more important role later in the story, but damn, they couldn't have given her something more to do here? Guess not. We'll have to wait until the second half, I guess. Overall, I enjoyed the film, despite my issues with it. It's a refreshing, original big-budget film that's very well made and acted. It looks great visually and is fairly engaging throughout, though never more so than its first third or so. Emotionally, it's hollow, and the ending was unsatisfying, and, if I'm being completely honest, it's not nearly as memorable nor did I like it nearly as much as the David Lynch version, which managed to squeeze the entire book into about three of the craziest and most unique hours you're likely to see from something that was so high budget for its time. But, it's worth watching, especially if you've read the books, 
and I look forward to watching the second half whenever the hell they release it, maybe in a few years, God willing. See it.